can Fight for what's right Fight for your life And what you gonna do When Hulkamania in the largest heart in the world Run wild on you Hey everybody and welcome to Retromania, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we romanticize, fantasize, watch and review your favorite or not so favorite storylines, matches, events and or feuds from your pro wrestling past. I'm part of the hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and as always, I'm joined by Jimmy Price and we are doing Hulkamania is dead. Yes. Dead. Debt. Hulkamania is debt, which is probably factually accurate at this point. Very good. Uh, so last episode, we left you off with uh, Hulk Hogan getting his legs broke and yeah. then leaving the business, brother. He's done. He's going Hollywood Hogan 10 yep. years early. Sheik thinks he's going to be chump one yeah. in uh, AWA and Crockett. But actually, there's a lot of legal stuff going on with this assault. Yeah, go figure. You know, uh, actually going into business for yourself would constitute a legal assault. So, so uh, must that 100000 goes towards that. Yeah, Cheeky baby is a little in over his head at this point, uh, but you know he got got blinded by the green brother. Yeah, ooh, and he said in this promo, his hand doesn't do that, but uh, in this our timeline, his hand did and got chopped off. Yeah, but uh, you know, I think to their to their uh, to Ganya's credit, he's like you know slowly working. Man, he can't probably can't wrestle at this point, but he's doing some promo work, collecting a paycheck. Exactly, still getting paid. Yeah, but. The WWF has something else on their hands. Yeah, they need a champion. Yeah, vacant, and Ooh. the illustrious the illustrious career of vacant, you know, goes all the way back here. Abeyance. Yeah, abeyance is you know his tag team partner. I, I, I like their tag team stuff personally. Vacant and abeyance. Me yeah. too. Yeah. You can't find it anywhere. It's yeah. like it's not even there. Yeah, yeah. But their finisher, the void, <laughs> devastating devastating didn't even see it coming um (laughs) really um this is a big tournament so it's going to stretch out from for most of uh the first part of the year of 84 yeah and that that buys them some more time and 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 gives something you know the for the fans uh to be invested in and you know gives them some good content for all this you know this expanding tv market that they you know need to put out shows on a weekly basis for this keeps some intrigue and some eyes because there are undoubtedly going to be more eyes on like you know this is probably going to you know get some mainstream press this happened in the middle of the ring in new york city at madison square garden there's going to be like some backlash there's going to be like what what is going what is, what the hell is pro wrestling at this point in a weird roundabout way this kind of benefited for Vince McMahon. This yeah. is a benefit for him. Um, he he looked at it as a loss because Hogan, we had that audio clip that I don't, just came out of the, the nether realms yeah. of the time travel and space and continuum. Um, but that there, um, it was a loss for Vince McMahon to lose Hogan. But now he's got some attention. This is almost like the Montreal Screwjob, like you said, but years earlier exactly so uh regardless everybody's eyes were on the product yeah to what yeah. was going to happen what was going on yeah and that, that's never a bad thing to have more eyes yeah i mean most of the time yeah true. most most of the time <laughs> true, true. in this case yeah it does create a lot of buzz it creates some intrigue so uh yeah. people are, are you know and this is in the age where you know <clears throat> kayfabe is not dead but you know it's sort of you know so this is you know sh- you know maybe a shot in the arm in that aspect of m- maybe more fans out there like maybe there's maybe there's more to it and then but at the same time the legal side exposes it either way any way you slice it people are paying attention yeah it's still really damn it let, let us know let us know i don't I, know i don't know um so we we threw up the 16 names that are going into the tournament we we threw up the bracket on facebook we got some feedback and yeah. um 
we we're gonna run down the tournament now. Yeah. Um. So the names that were in there, we had Snuka, Morocco, Doctor Death, uh, Rocky Johnson, Ivan Koloff, uh, David San Martino, JYD, Adonis, San, uh, Tito Santana, Bob Orton, Piper, SD Jones, your favorite. Yeah. Andre little, the Giant. <laughs> um. Billy Graham, Don Morocco, Paul Orndorff, uh, David San Martino, Ivan Koloff. Yeah. All those names. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we got a we got a full field, and I was uh, really excited to see the bracket on the Facebook page and sort of get a you know nice jumping off point for some uh, for some interaction with you guys in terms of what your thoughts are on the tournament. Right. Um, but yeah, well, here we are. We're gonna. You want to jump into it? Yeah, let's go. So, how do we envision this, Jimmy? So we're this is obviously something they're going to want to have on their television program and they're doing the majority of their uh, of their TV tapings and 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 things of that nature at Madison Square Garden they run they're still running uh MSG at a, on a monthly basis at this point um so uh you know pulled the dates that they had booked uh in 1984 uh, thanks to history of WWE, which is another re- great resource, you can see yes. results of every every show ran by WWE, including house shows. When we did our uh, bonus episode on on live events that that you and I have attended, that's actually how I was able to like pull back and look at, look at some of those cards. So that's an awesome resource. Um, but anyway, so the first round matches are going to take place um, for a piece on two MSG shows. Uh, on February 20th, 1984, and March 25th, 1984, uh, which was a matinee. Not that that matters, but, you know, it's, it's a, something to take note of. Yeah. S.D. Jones uh, tends to work better during matinees. You know? Oh, okay. I didn't Turns, know that. You know, he's a little bit stronger. He's he's, a, he's an early riser. Um, he does better. He does better on the matinees. Deliveries so. are better during like business hours. Too, yeah, so. yeah. Driving driving at night can be a little hairy sometimes. So you know the True. deliveries, you know, better before sundown. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, the first taping is uh, February twentieth, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and unfortunately, S. D. Jones is on the card. This is he didn't get the matinee draw. So. Oh shit. He's tired. Yeah, so he's going into his yeah his long day of deliveries, and he's going into a first round match against the Hot Rod. What? Uh, the Hot Rod had just debuted uh, about a week ago, or almost like within two weeks. Yeah, yeah, uh, debut of uh, February 11th, so less than two weeks before. And and you know, obviously, you mentioned on the last episode coming in hot off of his Starcade match, and so there, Vince sees. Piper as being, you know, the star that he is, like in terms of being able to wrestle and in terms of like the, these crazy promos that he's able to cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going into a, a tough, tough match, though, as, against SD Jones. Um, how does this match go, Kobe? Well, uh, <laughs> SD Jones tries to put on his uh, special delivery uh packages and uh you know his package pile driver a small package um uh what's another package move uh package of i, I don't know package <laughs> the package of pain package of pain yeah um it's not it's not it doesn't work out well didn't uh, pack enough heat yeah i mean despite going on early in the card uh yeah piper makes quick work of sd jones yeah return to sender yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Piper finishes him off in about five minutes. Yeah, yeah, and it's he's uh, able to cut a quick promo. Uh, you know, he's still still sort of introducing himself to the to the fan base, and uh, he's he's sailing. He's off in the tournament. So that's our first first round match. Yeah, interesting. Next up, we have the Junkyard Dog taking on Adrian Adonis. Ooh, yes, good match, right? Uh, pretty pretty good match too. Uh, you know, a hot heel and a hot baby face. Um, Adonis is going to. They go. You know, maybe about eight minutes in this match. Uh, Adonis uh, tries to uh, try some of his underhanded deeds. Um, tries to uh, hit uh, junkyard dog with a foreign object, but uh, believe it or not, the ref catches it in this case. DQ. DQ. JYD does get beat down with his own chain by Adonis. Yeah. Kind of carries on their feud, but uh, yeah, JYD advances in the tournament. Rolling on. Uh, and next up, we have Tito Santana 
versus Cowboy Bob Orton. Ooh. And this is a match I think that like, you know, you look at it on paper, you could see this being like a like a 15 20 minute match. Um, you know, two two skilled performers. Uh but Tito comes into the ring like a house on fire. A hot jalapeno. Yeah. <laughs> like um Jesse the Body used to call him. Yeah, yeah. The flying jalapeno. I can't do the <laughs> Mc- voice right now. McMahon. McMahon. Uh so uh Tito catches him with a roll up to like, you know, maybe two minutes into the match. One, two, three. Boom, upset. Easy win. Upset Orton's pissed. Upset victory for uh for Tito. Yeah, Orton is not happy. You know, he's gonna storm back. This is you know, he's yet to like really solidify this alliance that he would very soon with uh with Piper. Yeah, um, so that will advance Tito. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And that will actually put Tito up against JYD, face first face. Rarely seen, but this will be a great matchup. Absolutely, yeah. And that's our first set uh, matchup here in the second round. Tito Santana versus Junkyard Dog. Something to look forward to there. Yeah. Um, and then our main event of the evening, we have Superstar Billy Graham. Baby. Former champion. Lot of thumbs in the world. <laughs> Taking on Andre the Giant. I'm going to win the tag team champion. Huge match. Yeah, tag team championship tournament. (laughs) Okay, Andre. Again, it is the WWF championship, not the tag team championship. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. What See, happens in this match? This is a huge match. This is, I mean, two, two of the biggest names of the last 10 years, uh, it probably arguably the two biggest names, um, going head-to-head uh, in front of a high Madison Square Garden crowd. Um, they're going to you know, they're gonna work, you know, how you would envision sort of an Andre the Giant superstar Billy Graham match going. It's going to be slow. It's going to be plotting. Um, but some, some fun spots in there. You know, the charisma is going to carry these two. Yeah. Um, and, and the crowd's going to be eat, eating it up. And, yeah. yeah. Um, Billy Star Graham has that. Billy Superstar Graham had that way of hawking back as yeah. well. Um, kind of stolen from Hogan. Hogan stole that from him. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. we know a lot of the, of Billy Superstar Graham is what Hogan took, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So he's he's doing that match. It's basically uh, what you would, would envision WrestleMania three to be in a way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and you could see the the, the confidence and the arrogance of Superstar Billy Graham. He, I could see him going for like a test of strength right, against right, Andre. Right. And he's, you know, he's a strong dude. It'd be uh, you know knee to the back at the beginning of the match. Kind of yeah. takes con- takes control. Yeah. Um, but what happens in this match? Because we only have twenty minute time limit. Right. Right. And so we're uh, we're we're getting past the ten minute mark. Uh, but you know, these two guys are, aren't, aren't going to go the distance, uh, even with the 20 minute time limit. Andre has got Graham on the ropes and clotheslines him, uh, but they both end up going over the top rope and they're, they're gassed. Like Andre, Andre takes, takes a hard fall on, on his back, which is already weakened at this point. Um, so the ref starts his count and Andre is stirring and is trying to get back in the ring, but eventually both men are counted out. So yeah. we have a draw, a draw, which if you look at our bracket and you look at what happened earlier with Piper just barely eking out a victory over the juggernaut SD Jones, um, Piper now gets a buy. Wow. In the second round. So Piper makes, you know, wrestles two minutes. He's, he's just debuted a week ago and now he's in the semifinals of the tournament for the title. Wow. Yeah, so we don't know who his opponent will be, but that'll be in due time. Let's jump to the next side of the tournament where we're going to go to the date, uh, March 25th, 1984. This is the other event that they held in Madison Square Garden. Yes. Um, And let's run it down. Let's keep going. All right, so we have uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff taking on uh, Orndorff. However you want to say it. Uh, Paul Orndorff taking on Pedro Morales, former champion. Oof. Uh, Pedro still got, got, you know, this is, you know, Madison Square Garden. Pedro's got a huge, huge uh, fan base here mm-hmm. in New York. Um, but Orndorff is, you know, Orndorff's an interesting guy because, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, if we you know, switch, you know, snap back to reality. Uh, oh, there goes gravity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, people have theorized, you know, you know what, you know what would have been Vince's plan B, uh, you know, if Hogan were out of the picture. A lot of people think Orndorff would have been the guy. 
Um, body. Tremendous physique. Mm-hmm. Tremendous physique. Uh, and, uh, you know, Vince is, is always a fan of that. Um, personally, I don't know how what your thoughts are for on Orndorff. I, he never struck me as... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it. I mean, I could. I. I can see it with the body. Yeah, and some of the wrestling skills. But even I don't, I don't think the connection was there with the fans, and I think he worked much better as a heel. Yeah, I think. I think that run that he did with Hogan, uh, you know, in real timeline where they mm-hmm. sold out shows uh, through Canada and everything, the feud yeah. that they had, um, that was that was a big time for him. But. Um, that was about it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, you know, theorize that he continues on as as the Mister Wonderful heel character, um, and mm-hmm. he's gonna have a he's gonna have a really good match with Pedro. Uh, probably go about fifteen minutes. Yeah, and in the match, uh, at one point he low blows Pedro. Yeah. So this gives him the the upper hand, and from there he pins the former champion Pedro Morales. One, two, three. Wow. At Orndorff. Madison Square Garden, and the fans are livid. Pissed. Yeah. Pissed. Not a happy time. This is this is going to be a, a heel heat em up show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, this is definitely a heel, a heel heavy show. Um, we've got, next up, uh, Dr. D, David Schultz, taking on the soul man, Rocky Johnson. Woo! Uh, Rocky Johnson is, you know, he's, he's hot. He, right now he's, uh, you know, uh, sort of... He's still got his his tag team alliance with Tony Atlas, the you know, former tag champions there. Um, but he's got his he's got his shot here in the, in the singles realm. But uh, Doctor D is is you know like I mentioned in the, in the previous episode is an interesting guy and, and a guy who I think would have gone a lot further in the business. You know, had some things not not happened. Right. Um, so he's going to make quick work of Rocky Johnson in this match. Um, and he's going to move on to the to the second round about about four minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not 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 really any any cheating. Just kind of just kind of pulverizing Rocky. Um, so he's going on to the second rounds. Next up, we have Ivan Koloff, another former champion, taking on the young David San Martino. Woo! With in his corner, his father Bruno. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we got the former champion back in what could be maybe a future champion. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a big moment against for, the former champion. Yeah. There's there's, you know, because Ivan Koloff, I believe, was, you know, one of the people who unseated, uh, you know, Bruno mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and at the end of uh, his epic title reign. So so we got a very a lot of like a lot of interesting dynamics here in this match. And the crowd is electric for it because, you know, this is you know Bruno's house. Um, and, uh, Ivan is going to be in control for the majority of this matchup. David, you know, will, you know, he keeps, you know, trying to make that comeback, but the comeback keeps getting stifled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, by hook or by crook, he keeps trying to build the momentum and it's not happening and he's starting to push up against that time limit. Mm-hmm. And it's going to the time limit. So Ivan grabs him into a, almost like a Cobra clutch. Mm-hmm. David shoots off the ropes. Rolls him one, two, three. Wow. And the crowd go banana. Yeah. Crowd goes ape shit over yeah. this. Um, David is advancing. He just beat a former champion. His dad comes in, they celebrate. Crowd is uh pretty hot for this. Yeah. Bruno, you know, probably gets on the mic. I what would what would Bruno say to his son? Well, I, I, you, you're a chip off the old Italian sausage. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> feel good moment yeah for the crowd uh and uh david is on to the second round and we have another matchup set here it's going to be david san martino versus mr wonderful paul orndorff whoa all right all right last match of the night and this our is main event feud continuing the epic feud we have superfly jimmy snooker versus magnificent morocco wow yeah this is uh just <clears throat> Off the heels, they had their epic cage match, uh, the tail end of 1983 and October 17th. Um, so this is, you know, that was sort of the blow off, but this is, you know, like one more time and this time with the stakes being advancement in this in this tournament for the WWF title. So um, the next step. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that, you know, a lot of, a lot of great work with these two sort of revisiting, you know, different spots that they had, you know, throughout their feud. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well basically, yeah, a, a good beat down from Morocco. Um, he takes Snooka's head into the pole. We all know that Samoans have hard heads, but uh, it's, it's not, it's not that hard. Yeah. Um, so Snooka's busted open. He's got a head gash pretty bad. He's bleeding pretty bad. Yeah. And this match is going the distance. It's about 18 minutes right now. Yeah. And they're counting us down five minutes remaining, three minutes remaining, now two minutes remaining. What happens at the end here? Uh, so two minutes remaining. Uh, Morocco is, is picking Snook up for a slam, but Snooka reverses it, jumps around the back, hits him with the, hits him with a killer drop kick. Um, Climbs the ropes slowly because he's selling all the way up. And he is bloody. Yeah, and we're down to one minute remaining. And even with that one minute, he still takes his moment to pose to the crowd, hands in the air, doing the the, the Superfly uh, snooka, you know, hand gesture that we all know and love. And uh, 30 seconds remaining, launches off the top rope, covers him for the pin with 10 seconds remaining, and he one, gets the one, two. two. Three. Wow. Great fucking match. The fans go apeshit. Snooka advances. Absolutely. And he will go on to take on uh, Dr. D, David Schultz. Yeah. What a great match. Mick Foley was in the crowd that, that time. I yeah. Think, right? Yeah. He was there for this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he, he just walked this time. He didn't even hitchhike. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> Off the heels of the first round, we have... Two guys on opposite sides of the bracket, but two of the most over uh, people in the tournament in terms of you know the heels uh, and face uh, side of the spectrum. We have the Hot Rod Roddy Piper, and we have Superfly Jimmy Snuka, uh, both coming off of victories. Uh, Piper's miraculous uh, victory against St. Jones and Snuka um, continuing his feud with the magnificent Morocco. So, in the early, uh, you know, Piper of course is always known for his uh, Piper's Pit segment. Um, and especially early on, they use this to establish his, uh, his persona. Um, so he's going to have, uh, Superfly Jimmy Snuka on in what is now an infamous moment in the history of pro wrestling history, uh, happened in the real timeline and will happen just the same way in ours. So let's, uh, could be, you want to take it to the, uh, audio on that? Yeah, here we go. All of a sudden we got a bunch of people writing in. This guy here comes, I don't know, maybe comes sniveling to the, uh, sniveling to the people, comes and cries, Roddy Piper didn't give me a chance to say nothing on the bit. <laughs> Roddy Piper didn't give me a chance to do nothing. You want a chance? Everybody wants to be like Roddy Piper. You want a chance? You want a chance to say something, brother? I'll tell you what, man. Here you go. Take the little microphone. There you go. There you go. Put it in the little greasy pod. You want to do something, then you go ahead, you say exactly what you want to say to these people, you can do it. Just a second, I want you to, wait a second, I want to make you feel at home. Before we start, you want to be the big shot. You want to do all the talking, you want to really think, all these people, got yourself a pineapple, want you to feel at home, want you to feel like the Fiji Islands, kind of like the women, you know, kind of long, frosty hair on top, round on the bottom.
and that thus being one of the hottest angles at the time to heat up Piper even more. Brutal and racist. Yeah, very, very much so. But yeah. he knew what he was doing for absolutely. that. Uh, that was intentional um, for that, for his heat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that happens it on March 24th, um, just, you know, first round. All right, so we have our, we have all of our, uh, you know, we have our second round set before us. And that's going to continue on uh, to the April 23rd, 1984 show uh, back at Madison Square Garden. This is all going to take place at Madison Square Garden because yeah. that is the, uh, you know, the, the hall- hollowed ground, the hollowed ground brother. where we make movies We make movies. Uh, so the show is going to start out um, with Piper coming out. Now, if you remember from the first round, Piper uh, somehow fought his way. And got past special delivery Jones. We're still not sure. It was, you know, it was the upset that 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 shook the world. Yeah. We still don't know how it happened. Um, but uh so Piper is would have had a match on this show, uh, but because of the uh double count out between Andre and superstar Billy Graham, he now has the bye. So he would have had the night off, but he takes the time to open the show and come out and address the crowd and he's just gloating he is he's eating it up don't you know i beat them both <laughs> i beat them both Quare in the ring <laughs> the largest athlete the former champion the biggest arms in the world don't mean a thing i am terrible at piper but no, no that's, you know that's, yeah. that's good that's i mean that that's that's exactly what he would be saying uh and so he's he's talking a lot of shit um particularly on andre and andre will uh, come out to the ring, and uh, you know he, he's he's in street clothes, but he's uh, he runs them off. Yeah, yeah, he runs them off, and uh, Piper uh, obviously avoiding any sort of confrontation. Uh, you know, comes out and gets that heat, and like reminds everybody that oh yeah, I'm already in the semifinals of this. Um, and uh, but it get gets run off by Andre, and Andre gets a big pop, and then he points. Yeah, just goes yeah. <laughs> you want me? I wanted that WWF tag team <laughs> the world title fuck it. yeah so later on in the night we have that uh that face that rare face versus face uh confrontation and we're going to find out the winner of this match is going to go on to face piper in the semifinals we have the junkyard dog taking on tito santana yeah the first match in the uh the tournament uh, official after piper had run his mouth we have a few opener matches yeah and some tag team stuff yeah, but, uh, yeah jyd and tito put on a great match here yeah absolutely uh you know, they're sort of you know fans the fan support is is split but you know like uh jyd is, is probably like maybe taking on a little bit more of the heel role kind of like that you know anytime you have like a that's one of the things i love about well, he, he's he's black <laughs> <laughs> that's vince logic yeah yeah, yeah. um that's one of the things I do like about face versus face matches is, you know, one of them is going to like not work all out heel, but mm-hmm. kind of, you know, a little stiffer. Exactly. Or, um, like, you know, not play friends. Exactly. And, and JYD is more, definitely more of the grizzled vet um, yeah. out of the two in this match. So he's going to, you know, he's going to do that. He's going to, you know, he's going to hold some, you know, he's going to hold on to some, uh, you know, submission moves, you know, up until the five count is, you know, let go at four. I have till five referee. Right. Um, and uh, Tito is going to be on the comeback. Yeah. And I feel like this is a, this is a crowd that the, uh, the a crowd that's really into this match, regardless face first face, because they, they like both the guys. Yeah, um, yeah. At one point, Tito's firing back goes for a flying jalapeno or the clothesline, <laughs> the flying forearm. I'm yeah. sorry. And JYD hits him with a headbutt at the same time. Ooh. Both men are down. Referees counting good spot and now yeah. he's he's getting up there now keep in mind if these two go to a draw then piper's all the way in the finals and he's only worked two minutes and that's what the commentators are pushing yeah yeah could you imagine newcomer roddy piper advancing to the finals having only having only ran through the unstoppable sd jones <laughs> yeah uh, um but uh, thankfully at the count of nine both men are up yeah tito does a kip up <sighs> And uh, JYD is kind of like doing this thing on his hands and knees, doing the dog gimmick. Yep. And uh, he, they're just like, they're at a standoff. Then it's firing back, blow for blow. Yeah. Blow and, for blow. Yep. Yeah. 
JYD launches Tito against the ropes. He's gonna gonna try to catch him off the ropes and hit him with a with a power slam. But Tito fires back with one last flying forearm, and that is enough to pin the dog and get the one. Basically, lands right on top of him after yeah. that. Just it's a quick, you know, yeah. boom. It's bam, and they're down. One, two, three. Tito's over. Tito's, wow, what a great match. Yeah. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. You know who the hell this is. This is Hulk Hogan. I'm not leaving my goddamn number. You know how to get a hold of me. Jimmy, Kobe, what the hell is this podcast? You cannot kill off the most influential wrestler, the most iconic wrestler of all time. God damn. Oh, what the hell? You can't have Hulk in me without Hulk Hogan. You can't have... WrestleMania without Hulk Hogan, without Hulkamania. What the hell are you doing, dude? This is this is uncivilized. This is stupid. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. In fact, I don't think there's anything stupider than this podcast. Whatever the hell, dude, brother, dude. If if a podcast is leaked audio of Hulk Hogan. You got you got some trouble coming, brother. You better start running wild. And that's what the hell I did. That's what I did, and you're trying to rewrite history. You can't do that without Hulk Hogan. Dude, brother, seriously, both of you, stop it now. I'm going to hang up this phone, but I got an old phone, so it's going to click, and then you're going to hear a beep, okay? I'm done. Play me something stupider than this podcast and prove me wrong. You can't.
Uh, Tito, uh, you know, after the uh, surprise upset, really has a battle here uh, with JYD and, and really earns his way into that semifinals match against Piper. And so Piper has all the heat in the world on him after that, and he's going up against Tito. And wow. uh, that's going to be your semifinal match. That's going to take place uh, in a couple months at, on the uh, on the brawl to end it all, which is where we're headed towards for the for the semifinals and finals. It's the you know we'll we'll talk about it more, but the first MTV special that WWF did. Yeah. Uh, so gearing on to the next um, set of matches. So yep. it's going to be. So now we are uh, in the month of May, May twenty first, <laughs> May twenty first, nineteen eighty four, and we have uh, we have our uh, second round matches. First up, we have uh, Superfly. Well, sorry, we'll edit this out. I think we should do. Should we do this first? Yeah, well, that's send, what I was asking. Send, send the home. Yeah, send yeah. The, send them. Home send happy. the homes fan happy. <laughs> yes, I'm lo- <laughs> I'm losing it. All right, uh, all right. So first up, we have. Uh, David San Martino taking on Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Oh, uh, you know, as we as we look back to the first round, David got that f- that huge upset victory over Ivan Koloff. Huge emotional moment. Still has his dad Bruno in his corner, but he's taking on the hot heel uh, Paul Orndorff. Yeah. So this is a, a match where Orndorff is really in control, beating down David. Yeah. Um, David fires back a couple times, just like we spoke of before. But he's getting, he's getting clobbered. This is, uh, this is kind of his style, yeah. uh, if you want to say. Yeah, yeah. He's he's playing the underdog, the young kid who's got you know got all the heart in the world, but keeps getting beat down. Yep. Um, we get to about the ten minute mark, and Hot Rod makes his way down. Whoa. To ringside. Interesting, because Bruno's still in David's corner. Yeah, yeah, and hmm. so he's you know. He's kind of, uh, you know, has sort of a standoff with Bruno, but then, you know, retreats back and he's just in Orndorff's corner. Um, and this is going to lead to uh, David San Martino making his huge comeback. And anyway, he's flying off the ropes. He goes up to the top rope, um, you know, does does a, does a quick splash on Orndorff and he's really fired up. The fans are are 100 percent behind him. Um, and then that he's got he's got Orndorff staggered to his feet. You know, he's he's dazed and this leads to he runs to the ropes. Piper trips him. Holy shit. Um, he's down, but uh, Bruno sees that. So there's a co- commotion outside of the ring. The referee's kind of distracted. Yeah. Orndorff has something in his hand. It's got those knucks. Those knucks, man. They're tucked yeah. and they're knucks. And uh, <laughs> are you tucked and knucked, brother? <laughs> I could go for something else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when you tuck, I show my nuck. Um, so, so Orndorff has the brass nucks and nails David San Martino and pins him. The referee turns around miraculously. One, two, three. Wow, Orndorff has the victory over David and the referees are holding back Bruno and kind of like, uh, forget about hot rod who runs around the ring. The other side, yep. they run into the ring. He runs into the ring, him and Orndorff take the top, 
time to beat down David. Yeah, and it is by 1984 standards, it is brutal. Yeah, uh, Hot He's Rod busted open. Yeah, he Hot Rod hits him with the ring bell, um, and they're just putting the boots to him. You know, San Martino, like David is is busted wide open, and Bruno like finally uh, powers his way through the refs. Um, only to, to get beaten down as well because they've already got David neutralized at that point. Yep. Um, and so just, just huge, huge heat here, seeing the San Martinos, you know, beat down at, at Madison Square Garden. Yep, and a lot of uh, a lot of heat coming there, so the officials run off uh, Piper and Orndorff finally, and uh, Orndorff advances. Yes, end of the semifinal round. <sighs> But who is he going to face? It's going to be one of two men. So we already know we have on one side of the bracket, we have Tito and uh, Piper going at it. You know, And now Orndorff is in the semifinal round. He's either going to face Dr. D, Dave Schultz, or Superfly. Hmm. And that's our main event of the evening here. Yeah. Uh, after some more undercard festivities, we have Jimmy Snuka uh, against Dr. D. Wow. Great match here. Another one that stretches the time. Yeah. About 16 minutes into the match. Absolutely. Uh, David, Dr. D is working over that um, that head wound that Snooka has. Yeah. So yeah. he's busted open again. Again, yeah. Yeah, and he started, Snooka came out, bandaged up, and those, the you know, tears the bandages off, busts him, busts him wide open again. Um, but uh, Snooka is starting to get that crazed, eye, that crazed look in his eye. Yeah. Um, you know. Like the one right before he killed... No, okay. no, no, okay. no, not this timeline. All right. Not yeah. this one, not buddy. This one. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So he's getting that Samoan temper. Yeah. Going. Yeah, we'll call it that. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's he's firing back and uh, get, you know, he's uh, some stiff, some stiff leg kicks trying to cut the big man down to down to size and eventually gets uh, gets him off his feet um, and goes up for the splash. And that's it. And that's it. That's the one, two, three. And uh, the fans go home happy in this in this case. And so now we have our semifinal matches set. Well, Snooka, Orndorff, Tito, Piper. <laughs> Tito, Piper. And these four men are going to finish off the tournament in one night. And that night is July 23rd, 1984. The brawl to end it all. Big night for wrestling in general, in the real timeline and in ours. Yes. So leading up to this, in 1983, there was a video, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, for the song by Cindy Lauper. Yes. Do you remember that song? I do. I yeah, do. me too. It, it's a good song. Yeah. It's, and it's, a, it's like that, one of those undeniable pop songs. It's it's awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah cue that song. <laughs> okay. Anyhow. This is a this is a big night. Um, this was like Vince McMahon envisioned everything going forward. He wanted this colossal tussle, yeah. but it's not the colossal tussle, buddy. We're gonna rename it something else. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Howard Finkel says WrestleMania. Remember that guy Hulkamania that was dead? <laughs> yeah. Well, now we can revive it. Beatlemania. Yeah, Beatlemania. Hulkamania. WrestleMania. 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 So, yeah, they, they come up with the name WrestleMania. They envision it. They have all the working gears. They haven't really talked about it much, but they're going to they're gonna see what they can do. And Vince McMahon is definitely using his um, working agreement with MTV to help both of these uh, brands basically build themselves up mm-hmm. um, together. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the perfect, uh, this is sort of like the genesis of the rock and wrestling. Uh, it, it all started with that video because obviously uh, you got Captain Lou Albano, uh, one of the all-time greats in that video. They wanted to get S.D. Jones for it. <laughs> uh, he had deliveries to make that day. but So they you know weren't able to get all the star power they wanted, but they got some of it with Lou Albano. Yeah, um, and he's the uh, he's the the dad that's that's hating all the music yeah. and putting down the women and everything. What you gonna do with your life? Yeah. So, um, real, real, real life here. It's twenty three thousand four hundred sixteen. Packed, packed. Yeah. At MSG, this actually does a nine point rating at the time. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Like, and it will tonight yeah. too. Yeah. 
So what happens here is the beginning of the night. Um, there's a Wendy Richter and fabulous Moolah match. And, um, Cindy Lauper comes out is, or is in the crowd and Lou Albano then comes out and he's trash talking Cindy and Wendy kind of takes his side. And then, um, in, in there, there's also, uh, like a little bit of push and shove with fabulous Moolah, but then Piper comes out. Why is Piper out here? Piper, Piper's out here because he's fed up. You know something? I'm fed up with this nonsense. I've got a I got a title to win tonight, and I don't want to see Cindy Lopper out here. Right. Um. So you know, comes out and cuts. Yeah, you know, starts you know talking all kinds of trash on uh, on Cindy Lopper and on on women in general. Kind of maybe uh, channeling not not channeling Andy Kaufman all the way, but maybe a little little bit of that heat. Definitely. Um. Definitely. So that 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 brought the Wendy Richter and Fabulous Moolah match to an end. Uh, uh, just a DQ, the, the just Chaos. referee stoppage yeah. and everything. Just a lot of people around there, but still a lot of heat for that. Yeah, and yeah. that's heating Piper up a lot more, and then putting this heat behind the Wendy Richter and Fabulous Moolah feud. Yeah, uh, and so then Piper, you know, Piper comes out and he's on his match against Tito is on next, and he's you know wanting to get out there and, and get this, you know, get this match going. And he, you know, it's talking all kinds of trash. Um, so he's, he was fed up um, with that. So now he is, he stays out and Tito Santana comes out and we he said, bring on the flying jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so it so first up our first semifinal match of the night. We got hot rod and Tito <sighs> and this is a barn burner. This yes, is like, is. you know, this, this, this is the match where they let it all go because you have two of the best workers in the company you have the hottest heel and 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 upstart baby face, um, and this is you know in looking at the bracket like this this in in our opinion would be the match of the tournament. Correct, and they've uh, they've upped the ante here. Um, the time limit for the semifinals is thirty minutes. The time limit for the finals, no time limit. Yeah, we are guaranteed to have a champion. Yes, uh, because of things that happen with the draw and um, the the count out before and the DQ. So. Yeah. Yeah, and so these two fight it out tooth and nail, um, all the way to the end. Toward the end, you know, we get to that twenty-five minute mark. Yeah, uh, but Hot Rod is going to uh, take advantage of the situation, uh, like any good heel would do. He's going to roll. Uh, Tito's going to be going- distracted because who's out in Piper's corner now? So Piper now has forged the alliance with Cowboy Bob Orton, right. who we remember is still steaming steaming angry after his uh, upset loss against Tito all the way back in the first round. Yeah. Uh so uh Cowboy Bob is out there. He's now he's now you know rocking the cast and everything. Um and so he's going to come out and start uh start talking a little bit of trash against Tito while Piper is feigning an injury, distracting the referee. You know, he's got he's feigning a leg injury and he's like, you know, the the ref is looking at him trying to decide, you know, if he has to stop the match. Um, and Cowboy Bob is up on the apron, and he just Knocks forearms him. forearms Tito with the cast. Tito's falling backwards. Piper just quickly rolls him in the um, where where his legs are around his other legs, and then yep. he ends up. What type of roll up is that? Where is that the O'Connor roll? I, I believe that's the yeah. O'Connor roll. Yeah. So yeah, O'Connor roll pulling the tights. Yeah. All ass right here. <laughs> There's a, just a bunch of Tito ass everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and one, two, three, Piper wins. Yeah, and the fans fucking lose it. Yeah, because they're mad. Tito is their Tito is their guy. They've seen Tito. Uh, you know the you know the quick upset victory that like, really got more attention on him. You know, barn burner with JYD. You know, the proven veteran. And they, you know, the, I think at this point, you know. It, He's neck and neck with Snooka in terms mm-hmm. of being over as a babyface. So uh, mm-hmm. the fans to see him get screwed in that situation, uh, livid. Yeah, and Absolutely. he's trying to tell the ref. He's like, "Look at my ass! My ass is showing." The ref, nice ass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, um, Tito is pissed. Piper and Orndorff, uh I mean, Piper and Orton. Yeah, uh, they they rock it out of there. They're yeah. just like, "Yep, 
All right, we're going on to the finals. On to the finals for, for them. For us, next up, very like right after, because we're gonna have a nice. They're gonna have an intermission before the finals, of course. Uh, Snooka and Mister Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. So um, another match where um, it's 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 not as long as the Piper and Tito match because uh, Orndorff and Snooka. They can put on a good match, but, you know, we've seen Snooka go the distance in a while, and I think they're trying to keep him um, keep him fresh yeah, in this tournament. absolutely, and, and in terms of the, the, the time constraints with the broadcast on MTV as well, they're, you know, the first match was, a long, was the longest of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit quicker. Uh, Orndorff is going to uh, try to... Uh, Try to pull the tights a la the last match, but Snuka kicks out of that, um, fires up, and... Uh, yeah, fires up, kicks Orndorff in the ass. Orndorff flies into the turnbuckle, shoulder spot, like the classic one that we usually see. Yes. But he's uh, feigning back, and uh, Cook Snuka fires off the ropes with a splash. Then, to finish it off one more time, goes to the top and uh, does the big splash. For the finish, this is a quick, like you know, a quick succession of moves. Yeah, boom, 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 and yeah. then he runs up to the ropes. He's not been beaten down so much in this match. He's yeah. not bloody. He still yeah. has the bandage, but yeah, uh, he jumps off. Boom, one, two, three. Snuka goes over. Absolutely, and so now here we are. We started with sixteen men, and now we're down to the hot rod, Roddy Piper. Against Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Yeah. So our finals are set, and we, with Piper and Snuka, and if you look back to what happened on the Piper's Pit segment, and, you know, the the groundwork was laid from, from the very beginning almost for these two to meet yeah, up in the since finals. Since March. Yeah. So going all the way back to March. Months. Absolutely. So we got a hot, hot final coming up. Um, in the meantime, uh, we have some more matches. Do we get a promo? Uh, we probably get a promo from both of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Piper telling me he's gonna crack his head like a coconut, like he did before. Once again, yeah. but this time his head is the coconut. Um, yeah, and he's already he's he'll, he'll claim that he's already you know he's already cracked his shell because he does have that head wound yeah. right now, which will play a pivotal part in this match. And Snuka says some unaudible he's promo. He's a man of yeah. few words. Yeah. Man, a few words, but he's got he's got that look in his eye, that crazed, violent look in his eyes to where he's capable of almost anything. Except for murder. Yeah. <laughs> in our timeline. So uh, this is a great match. No time limit here. No time limit. But we're on TV. No DQ. Yeah. TV, not with, notwithstanding the television time limit. Right. Uh, but, you know, no DQ, no count out, no draw. We are going to crown a uh, champion. And so uh, we get to our main event time on on MTV. And uh, Snooka is uh, Piper's out first. Uh, he's got the got the big, you know, got some live bagpipe players. Uh, and he's in all of his heel glory. The fans are booing him. He's playing the bagpipes too. Um, and uh, next we have uh, Snook out to huge pop. All of the uh, all of the vested interest. All of the you know the, these fans at MSG have seen, have seen this whole tournament on unf- tournament unfold. Um, and so Snooka is sort of like there, you know, all the hope of of a babyface champion is on the shoulders of uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooka. Um, and Kobe, do you want to look at it um, from a uh, you know from an in-ring perspective? How do you see this match starting out? Very hot. Um, Piper just running up to Snuka, right? Yeah. You know, and nose to nose. Yeah, yeah. Um, standoff. The 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 <clears throat> the crowd is like hot for it before the bell even rings. Once the bell rings, it's blow for blow. Boom, 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 boom. Back. Uh, finally, um, Snuka has the power there though. So he's beaten down Roddy a little bit, but Roddy is quick. Um, so he's going to make an exchange out of the corner and Snuka is going to take the, the corner, um, uh, chest first. And then after that, Piper goes for that head. Yep. Yep. And he, uh, uh, throws him out and, uh, th- uh, put 
smashes his head against the ring post, so he's bloodied once again. Grating it against the guardrail. Yeah, yeah, just really looking to destroy it. And fans, we, this, I'm sorry for the television. Like, MTV is like, whoa, there's blood. What the hell are you guys doing? Like, what the? Yeah, MTV is losing it, and they're they're sort of playing up that dynamic of like, oh, we're gonna get thrown off of MTV. Yeah, McMahon. Yeah. Um, and then so uh, he gets Snooker back in the ring and puts him in a sleeper hold. So now he's got the head trauma, and he's cutting off the oxygen as well. Yeah, this is not good for Snooker. Yeah. So referees counting the arms. That's right? right. We got one. One. Here we go. Two. Two. Almost to three. Halfway up. And he's shaking his hand, and he's battling back up. He's got he's got this got the snooker signal going, and he's he's battling his way back to his feet. Throws a few elbows, and he is on fire. He's throwing Piper against the ropes, all kinds of drop kicks and 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 forearms, and he gets uh, gets Piper down middle of the ring, and he climbs the ropes. He's there, but Orton is still in the corner of Piper. Yes. So he's 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 still in a, strac- a distraction, but in a way, Snooka's like, you know, uh, I'm not going to worry about you. He's he's ignoring him. But who else now comes out to distract him? We have Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful. Whoa. So now Piper has two two men in his corner. Whoa. So this throws Snooka off. Yeah. While he's on the top, he's looking over and Paul Orndorff is back out. Yeah. Piper runs to the corner, throws Snooka off into the into the crowd or towards the guardrail, yeah. mind you. Um, this is giving an opportunity for the referee to yell at Piper while Orton and Orndorff handle Snooka. Yeah. Uh, throw him back in, and Piper makes quick work of him uh, in the ring. They're just... Back in, um, back into that sleeper hold. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. This time, Snuka's arm goes down a third time, and we have a new champion. Holy shit! At long last, we've been the the belt has been vacant for six months, almost to the day, and now, Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper, is your new WWF champion after just debuting in the company in February. Yep. Yep, this is great. This is this is a lot of heat. Yeah. MTV is like, whoa, um, 9.0 rating. I mean, they, they regardless of the blood, they did a great job building um, everything for WWF and for fans to keep wanting to watch this program. Yes, yeah, and uh, one of the one of the biggest lead ins to this was the connection with Cindy Lauper, and so Cindy Lauper is going to uh, she was the guest timekeeper. For this match, she's going to make her way into the ring with the belt to hand over to the new champion. Yeah. And then... Well, basically, he tosses her to the side, pushes her, grabs the belt, and, uh, yeah, he's celebrating in the ring, takes the mic, um, gives it to the fans. They're they're pouring in the booze. He's telling them that's the reason why, you know, he's the best in this company. Yep. And he's proved it. So he's um yeah, so he's berating the fans, telling them all this shit, um, that he's he's the best and he proved it. But down the aisle way, we hear the fans roaring. It's MSG. Yes. Who is walking down the aisle slowly? Bruno San Martino. Holy shit. And there's a spotlight shown on him. And there's a shot of Piper in the ring with Orndorff and Orton behind him and Cindy Lauper and her people kind of escorting her out of the uh, aisleway mm-hmm. going past San Martino. And there's just a stare down in the aisleway and in the ring between yeah. San Martino and um, Roddy, Roddy Piper. And yeah. this is the big uh, climax ending for the show. What's going to happen next? Yeah. Where do we go next? Right. Right. Yeah. And don't forget, folks, we'll be back on MTV with more WWF for the war to settle the score. Yes. Whoa. Wow. What a hot way to end everything. Yeah. On national TV, uh, you've got, so let's talk about a little bit, you know, behind the scenes, like what, what would the case be for Vince to, to run with Piper? Because I know like this might be 
some people might be listening to this and think, well, Vincent would never go with the heel champion. But when Vince is backed into a corner, that's when he comes comes up with his, I would say, his most creative, you know, outside of the box ideas. Mm-hmm. And there's no bigger corner to be backed into than than right right now at this time with everything right. that's happened. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on on him? You know, going with Roddy, going with somebody who just debuted, and putting the belt on a heel. I think it's a risky risky move by him, but it is worth it. Um, he's taking a lot of uh, measurements right now that are just like nobody else was like, whoa, why are, why are you doing these drastic things or why are you taking this? Like, you know, they, they, they know wrestling is tradition. Mm-hmm. So Vince McMahon is against some of that tradition. That's he, right. He knows oh, the way to expand his company. And this hot mouth that he has here at for a heel Piper yeah. um, and not a bad wrestler no either no. yeah one he's... who can carry the match absolutely yeah. um, so he's usually a babyface territory but maybe he's taking some keynotes from Crockett at this time true having Very a true. heel at the top yeah yeah and I then mean... the champ the then the baby faces can chase yeah exactly it's worked it's worked for them throughout the 80s with with flair and the horsemen mm-hmm. and uh, so this is you know, desperate times call for desperate measures, and this is something that's going to, you know, he wants to keep, he's found a way to, like, harness the attention and the intrigue that the incident with Sheik and Hogan got and and carry it through throughout this tournament and putting that on TV and the segment with Piper and Snuka laying the groundwork for the final and then Piper surprising everybody. As I'm sure even the smart fans in the crowd that night just assume, well, yeah, Snooka's your top babyface now. He's carrying the belt. Yeah, and Snooka's gonna get out of that sleeper hold again. No, no, yeah, um, and just, yeah. And just imagine when his when his arm goes down that third time, just the all the oxygen in Madison Square Garden getting sucked out of the building. Yeah, and, and there's of course there was always some Piper fans, so oh, there was yeah. a, there was a little bit of a man cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Smarks, the Smarks are happy for sure. Yeah, um, and then to have Bruno come out at the end. A man who, who who had his son in the tournament who was assaulted. He was assaulted by Piper, yeah. Orndorff, and Orton, who have cheated their way through this tournament. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's a stare off between yeah. the the led the living legend, and then the rowdy one. This yeah. like new new coming of age type of person. Yes. So this is a good way for Vince. He's he's seen in his head. How can I? have the past rub against the present and push towards the future. Yeah, because that's that's something that they will always try to do. Mm-hmm. And because it always works. If it's done right, it's always a good idea. Yeah, and we talked about it before on the Bruno um, podcast that we did, uh, where he was still rubbing shoulders with Hogan in 87 Yeah, to give Hogan the rub. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not, not something that's like outside of the realm of possibility either, because Bruno was working these these special appearances all the way up into the late 80s. So. Yeah, and like I said, I, I shot off at the mouth earlier in the first podcast, where, or maybe this one where I said um, Piper and Bruno had their feud, but that was later in 84. True. So this is, this is the time right now yeah. where instead of that feud culminating during these months of the tournament, this mm-hmm. tournament happens, and we build this feud up for Bruno and Piper. Absolutely. We'll see what happens next. Stay we still tuned, got war yeah. to settle the score and plenty more uh, uh, things to come. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that tournament. I think that was a nice little breakdown of everything. And uh, yeah, what what will happen next? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. And I I, I think you know we've got we've laid the groundwork for a lot of uh, interesting dynamics that we're going to continue to explore. So again, guys, please let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, you know. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who were just as surprised as me at SD Jones um, going down so early. Um, so uh, all of the delivery maniacs on the Facebook page, you know, we can have a we can have our own thread and just sort of you know theorize what happens next because that was a, that was the shock of the tournament. Yeah. Me. What was the shock turn shock of the tournament for you guys? What are your thoughts? Let us know. Uh, we really want we really want to have more discussion on the on the page with you guys because we this is more of like a more of an open-ended thing uh, this season. Um, yeah. So we're yeah, going to be rolling right along. Yes, indeed. Um, thanks for joining us. You can always find us 
on our Facebook page, like, listen, share, rate, and review, and subscribe to the podcast and iTunes. That's the only way this is going to grow. Um, and then you can always find us on Mulhole Radio as well. There's a great list of podcasts there. There's Movie the Podcast and Ep Super Villains, Scrolling the Feed, as well as us, Retromania. Um, and as always, um, I don't I don't have a catchphrase, do I? We don't really have like an ending thing. We just kind of say see ya or I thank say, you. Or, I say thanks, guys. I always say see ya and I never see anybody. Yeah. Well, well sorry. We'll we'll, have to, we're working on it. Yeah. Work in progress. You can't see a... I don't, I don't know. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, maybe it's better if we just end it the way we usually do. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thanks, guys. <laughs>